0: The views and opinions expressed by individuals on the following program do not necessarily reflect those of the network, Guy's Guy Radio, and its platforms.
1: Guys, Guys Radio. Here's your host, Robert Manny.
0: Welcome to Guys, Guys Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny, welcoming you to the show where men and women can be at their best and everyone wins. Guys, Guys Radio. We're here to inform you, inspire you, empower you, and get you to think and feel and who knows, maybe even act by virtue of the stories, journeys, experiences, and insights of the guests I bring you each and every week to the show. We've got a very special guest today. Her name is Sarah R. Adams. She's visited Guys Guys Radio a few times in the past. And she's just a really terrific, a lovely person inside and out. And she defies description, unlike many and all of our other guests, because she's really not out there to be a superstar or whatever. But she has a lot to offer and she's had amazing experiences. And as I say on Guys Guys Radio, I bring you different guests and they have different information to share. And I'm learning as you guys out there are learning. And then we make a determination. Do we believe it? Is it for us? Is there any kind of practices that you can incorporate into our day-to-day lives? And I just say when I bring Sarah on, she's defies description. She has claimed to have incredible experiences of multi-dimensional travel, time travel, interplanetary travel. So wow, Sarah R. Adams. So you determine uh, if, 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 if her teachings and what she's talking about is right for you. And I do the same. And I think she's terrific. And she's here. I know she's here to help humanity because she's a lot of healing systems that she works with. And a lot of it is things that make perfect sense. Like she teaches people how to detox, how to have a better diet, working with essential oils, etc. So she's really cool people. And she's got a lot to... Talk about and it's really fascinating stuff and she's all over social media. So check her out Sarah r Adams But she is our guest today on guys guys radio, and I can't wait to get started but before then I want to talk briefly about I, I Mentioned uh, last week about some of the healthy practices. I've put together or gone deeper on uh, based on the, the shutdown and if you have had the opportunity of finding a little bit of extra time and time that you can use for yourself I would strongly suggest that you consider uh, going inside, working on yourself, and uh, kind of looking at how you live and uh, how you treat yourself, and are there any things that you need to consider changing to live your best quality life. And particularly for guys, uh, a lot of times guys get stuck, and, I'll, and I'm a boomer, and I know a lot of boomer guys who basically are living pretty much exactly the same way they have for the past 30 years even 40 years or so. And uh, I'm not criticizing that by any means, but I think some of the uh, lifestyle choices that we have and the pressures of work can really create stress. And we have to be careful with the food. You know, obviously the food is different now than it was 40 years ago. And we just have to make better choices. And I think some of those choices are going to be between, for instance, lifting weights or doing stretching and things like that. So I listed about 10 or 12 last week, and I'm going to get into one today, and each show will get into one, and I'll tell you a little bit more instead of just zipping by. I mean, I talked about rebounding, uh, juicing, meditation, qigong, dowsing, sleeping more, biking, running, not eating meat, no alcohol, watching your sugar, making commands and affirmations, and doing some light cardio workouts things like that but I'm gonna get into one today real quick and that is my practice of rebounding and what a rebounder is it's kind of a mini trampoline you can place it in any room in the house and it's got a stand-up handle on it the one I have it's kind of a beginners one but it still works it's efficient it can handle up to 350 pounds on there and basically you bounce up and down 15 minutes half hour whatever works for you I start out with like five minutes ten minutes Worked my way up to 15, then to 20, 25, and it's a great workout. And let me tell you a little bit about what my research has told me. It works your abs and your core, your legs and your butt and your deep back muscles. And it certainly does because as you're bouncing up and down, you're never gonna l- land precisely the same each time. It helps your endurance. They say it's uh, 50% more efficient than running and it burns 50% more fat. It helps your balance, coordination, and motor skills because you're coming down differently, obviously. You're on a spring, so up and down, you're going to Land a little bit differently, and so you have to use different muscles. And most importantly, I think, is that it stimulates your lymphatic system and helps drain your, your lymphatic system. And that's you know, a lot of toxins can build up there, so it's really good. I found it's fun. I put the headphones on, I go off and do it for you know 15 minutes to a half hour, and I step off, and you know, it's a disorienting for about 10 seconds, and then I feel great. I sleep great at night, and it's been a real help to me, so I'm going to keep doing it and just work it in as part of my fitness curriculum. So anyhow, something to consider, rebounding, we'll get into all the other kind of healthy habits as we go along week to week. But right now, it's time to bring in our special guest. Her name is Sarah R. Adams. She's really an amazing person, so let's get to that interview right now.
1: It's guy's Guy Radio.
0: Guys, guys radio, I've got a very, very special guest, and many different ways you could describe her, but I'll describe her from my own personal experience. Her name is Sarah R. Adams. She's a wonderful, beautiful human being uh, in consciousness and uh, in reality, as you can see. She's a very lovely person. And also, she's very special. I saw her on uh, Beyond Belief on Gaia. A few years ago with George Norrie and I was like I have to interview this person because she is different and she has something to share with us and since then we've talked a few times I've did a session and so did my wife did a session with Sarah and uh, we really got a lot out of it and I've been following her on Facebook and I'm seeing her brand grow and grow and grow and she's really here to help humanity and she's an intuitive healer she's experienced so much and she doesn't label herself, which I think is fantastic, but she's seen abductions, to seeing angels who've aided her. Her awakened consciousness has increased as she's aged. And she's experienced the supernatural past lives in Egypt and Atlantis, telepathy, weather abnormalities, feeling others' emotions and empathy remote viewing, something that I'm actually studying right now, quantum leaping, uh, time travel, and other alternate realities that Sarah has endured. She works with clients around the world in a intuitive healing practice, and this includes homeopathy, herbs, supplements, diet, superfoods, detoxing, energy work. She's done some work with me, and it really it was fantastic. Essential oils visualization, meditation, subtle energy work, cellular work. She's been on Gaia, Beyond Belief, as I mentioned, Buzzsaw with uh, Sean Stone, Vice TV, and she's going to be on a whole bunch of shows on Gaia coming up and ancient civilizations and uh, George Norrie again a few times and maybe uh, Regina Meredith. So she's just everywhere. And if you follow her on Facebook or Instagram, she's got really incredible content and she's courageous. So thank you, Sarah R. Adams, for being my special guest and coming back to Guys Guys Radio. It's wonderful to see you.
1: Thanks for having me on. And this is going to be a great interview because I have a lot of information to talk about that I, you know, I've kind of been keeping it in because like I said, I stopped doing interviews. We filmed nature civilizations, we filmed beyond belief. And then I was like, time out, I'm going to go and do all this work and then I'll come back. And here
0: I am. Fantastic. Well, I've been following you on Facebook for for years. And uh, as you know, I'm always liking what you have to say because you're sharing content. that's very pure. It's about the consciousness challenges we have on Earth with uh, energy and a lot of uh, entities really uh, creating havoc. And it's a very special time for people to um, do their best the everyday person, the guys, guys that are out there to raise your frequency and everybody is a hero that way. And we we can all help. But just for context, for our listeners, Sarah, could you t- tell us a little bit about what happened? When did you realize that, was there a special specific experience that happened that you learned that your uh, awakening consciousness and your gifts were, were apparent and accelerating? Cause I know you had a tough childhood.
1: I did have a tough childhood and I believe that, um, I came into this body to experience certain things so that I could use the power within myself to overcome them and to teach people that no matter what you've suffered as a child or what you've suffered in life, what trauma that you've been through, we can still heal and we can, we can grow and bloom after all of that and become whole again. It's something that I worked deeply on within myself. I'm very passionate about it because there's a lot of suffering suffering people around the world. and you know, this morning when I got up, I just had this whole download that a lot of people are disembodied. So when the physical self um, has any trauma and, and experiences any trauma, the soul can't fully the body and merge into the body. So it's kind of I see a lot of people's souls, you know, they're the physical body and the souls near them or you know, if they're really ill, the soul's further out from them. So there's kind of this cord and the soul is further off from them. So I was told this morning a lot of the on this planet are disembodied and so for me my mission to earth was to come in and completely embody my soul and become one with my soul and in the bible there's a verse that said the two shall become one everybody thinks this is about a man and a woman become one this is not about that This is about the soul and the body becoming one. God becoming one in our 3D world with our 3D physical bodies. So we're joining the realm of the spirits of God with the 3D physical world. And this is the illumination, the enlightenment that's going to happen in the future for humanity. So, yes, (laughs) to go back to the question, if I um, knew, you know, I have memories of living on Mars, on Venus, on different planets, traveling to Saturn. So, yes, I knew that I was coming into this body. And at a certain point as a child, I was highly aware of my abilities. I was speaking to angels. I was speaking to ETs. I would be in their ships. Um, So there was a lot of things happening to me as I grew older, too. I fully embraced my mission on this planet, of which one point I said, you know, it's really intense. There's a lot of unkind people. There's a lot of lost people. It's Very overwhelming. (laughs) Like I came from the higher realm. So this is like intense for me. So, you know, after um, having that, I experienced being in the center of the universe of where this light being, she she had this like flowing light energy said, you chose to do this and you could continue your mission of which it is very needed on earth or you can abort your mission. But remember you chose this. And of course I went, I pondered on that experience and, and spoke to the council of angels and was like, I will continue on with my mission. And I understand that, you know, It would be selfish of me not to do so because I have helped thousands of people to ascend and to heal. Um, you know, the other night I was thinking maybe I'd help probably over 10,000 people because I have so many clients and they're all happy and healthy and now, you know, speaking to ETs and channeling energy, the cosmic energy through them to the oceans and to the, the, the skies that will transmute the dense energies of pollution and heal them. We can heal any, everything via, and anything via energy. So, you know, I'm starting to see it really grow and I'm excited about that. And this is, I'm at a point here in life where this is what I saw years ago they said just to continue on you're going to go through all these tests once you prove that you are um, once you overcome these tests and prove that your heart is what you hold above all and then you can go ahead and you will have a, a bigger audience and I really see that happen and as you said
0: it's fantastic, and I just say for my listeners out there, you know, Guys Guys Radio, we have we have all different types of guests, and Sarah's very special, and I ask for people who are not aware of her and are listening to some of this stuff, and they'll be saying like, oh, wow, or what? You lived on Mars? Just bear with us. Just open your heart, open your mind, and I think we'll all together learn something, because every time I've been around Sarah, every time I've chatted with her, every time I read her posts on social media, I learn something, and it's really... It's really interesting and it's very helpful. And then you have to decide out there, listeners, if you want to use that. If you if you want to use that. If you want to open your heart. That's all. That's all we can do is bring you the information and share. So thank you for for this, Sarah. Um, I think a topic that a lot of folks want to learn more about is it's so much in the news is with you know UFOs and aliens. And you you are right out front about having communication with many different types of uh, entities and say that uh, that there are over 200 here on Earth, and you speak very openly about that. What, what do people out there, my listeners, need to know about um, these entities for, that are not from Earth but are on Earth?
1: So a lot of them are um, coming through to try to help to charge the oceans with more energy because our planet... You know, we see everything as 3D physical objects. But 3D physical objects is created through this. energy. when energy is condensed, it creates a 3D physical object right there. So that's how 3D physical objects are created. We are all energy. Everything is energy. And these beings are energetic. And they pass through the dimensions, through the realms. And, they, you know, for our oceans to be alive, for the animals in them to be alive, for us to be alive, we have to have energy. And through pollution, what we're doing is we're ruining our bodies, we're ruining our oceans, our skies, which is bringing it down in energy. It's blocking the flow of the cosmic energies that flow through the stars, through the sun, off from it, which is killing it. So the ocean collects the energy from the sun, the moon, the stars, which and charges itself that way, and it stays alive that way. Without energy, it would be dead. Of course, the pollution is stopping this. So you know. People I know a lot of people they're caught in their 3D belief system and they think they're just this physical body and oh hey there might be some supernatural stuff, but there needs to be an awakening to the realm of spirits and how energy works and it's really vital and important for this planet right now, which is suffering. This planet is breaking down on every level because of the pollution and the dense energies and people need to start waking up to this and understanding that you know Creating devices to heal the ocean. Hey, that's great, but we actually have all this power to channel through us of the divine to, like Christ did, to speak to the oceans and speak to the skies and tell them to heal, and they will listen. And in fact, you know, living here in Sedona, I'm um, there. There's I I've spoken to a lot of Native Americans, and of course I am part Native American. I have Blackfoot Indian within me in my ancestry and the thing is is they would speak to the skies. And if they needed rain, they would do a rain dance to speak to the skies and it would rain. They knew this. They had these ancient rituals where they knew they had this power within them. And they tapped into it and used it. It was something normal. And we have alienated ourselves from our souls. We have alienated ourselves from the true God, which is a force that flows through everything. And what we have done by doing so is we've created our bodies. You know, when our bodies don't have enough energy um, flowing through them, they age. They're they're pain in pain. We have negative thoughts. We have, we're depressed. We're sad. It, it and it's proven fact that, that if you charge your body with energy via looking at the sun. You're going to start to look better if you do sun, you're going to start to feel better, look better and be healthier if you sun gaze. So, yes, that's because the energy is coming into your body and it's recharging your body. And a lot of people walking around on this planet, they are open to new ideas because the brain actually only lights up when more energy is flowing through it. And what we they have this this physical understanding from school and from you know just um what they've been taught that hey part of the brain shut down here and, and and the different parts of your body are completely fully functioning these parts light up when we channel energy and, and of course god which is not a man sitting in heaven it's a source of energy that's everywhere god flows through everything and we can tap into that and of course our soul is god and our soul does get depleted when we have trauma when we have um any sort of um health issue our our energy field gets depleted and so then we start to function at in a lower frequency and in a lower state of being it's important to recharge ourselves it's important to actually start connecting to the realm of the spirits you know this mountains are spirits everything is spirits the oceans are spirits um even the sun the moon the planets they're all ancient spirits and we are ancient spirits in bodies and we have forgotten this And so it's important that we remember this and we connect to the realm of spirits. And I know a lot of people, this is hard for them to understand, but I do believe there's a great awakening happening right now, where more and more people will start waking up to this and understand how the divine works and how they can handle these energies into themselves to bring up their consciousness and also... You know, when we channel a lot of energy to ourselves, different parts of our brain light up, literally. Our DNA lights up more. Our, our whole entire system lights up more. And then we start to see from up here rather than down here. So when we're in lower energy, we're seeing down here. And, of course, everything in society depletes you. When we're in higher energy, we're, we're seeing from up here, which is a much higher level of knowing and seeing and wholeness.
0: Okay. Uh, guys, guys, radio, and my special guest, Sarah R. Adams. We're talking about energy. So in Sedona, you had mentioned in some of your postings that there's some energy portals there. It's a very kind of sacred space. And I think people have known that for a long time. But how does that work for our listeners out there? What is a, what is a portal? How are portals being used on the planet? And um, what can also what can the individual do to help raise their own consciousness and work with energy to make the world a better place and to help heal it?
1: Juicing, <laughs> healthy <laughs> diets, <laughs> mm-hmm. going out in nature, um, doing good deeds, believe it or not. Every time we do a good deed, the, the universe, which is God, the cosmic energies acknowledge this and start to give us energy for doing those good deeds. Um, there's a lot of things that you can do, you know, prayer, meditation, um, just visualizing golden light pouring into you, visualizing rainbow light pouring into you. These are a few of the methods that I use and that I teach my clients. Are very effective, and yes, there are vortexes of energy. So you know, here in Sedona, like you stated, there are many vortexes. So sometimes I go and I sit on those vortexes and meditate, or lay there and speak to the spirits. And those so those vortexes are complete; um, they're, they're completely open gates to the realms of the spirits. And just recently, I was you know last night I was with one of the circles here in Sedona and with the elders, and um, we, I was speaking about this, how the ETs and the different host of the realms, they have come together because all these different councils come together and speak to me, they came together and they spoke to me and said, we need to open more light portals and we can do this with our minds and be a channeling energy. We can open light portals around the world. The world, the planet is depleted and so many people are depleted. And we need to close the portals that are going to the lower realms that are sucking energy from the planet because there are lower and higher realms. But this is something that I was told recently.
0: And so for the individuals, basically live a clean life, uh, think positive thoughts, uh, you know, don't litter, things like that. But just as the day to day things, good good deeds to other people, treat other people well, the, you know, the golden rule. How long have the ETs been here uh millions of years billions of years thousands of years and what is their purpose Uh, from what i've read about you sarah you've mentioned that this was kind of a really cool planet to come to for the ets uh based on uh, position and uh just how fruitful it is yet recently a lot of ets don't want to be here because the energies are so low that they kind of can't vibe with it and they can't get out so talk to us a little bit about that and the ets that are around and if also if People, a lot of people say, yeah, bring it on now. People want to see ETs and meet with them. And I'd love to interview one on the show. So what do people need to know about that? And how can you, uh, how can you ask for some type of uh, contact while protecting yourself?
1: So interestingly enough, um, the body is ancient divine tech and it was created to hold the soul, which is God. So. When you when you unite the soul energy with this divine tech and light it up, so you channel in this soul energy into the cells, the organs, and all parts of your body, you start to light up your one with your physical body, the two become one. And then what you can do is you can um, visualize your DNA DNA up. And there's a great story in the Bible of what Jacob's ladder. So he climbs mm-hmm. the ladder. The, the ladder is symbolic for DNA. When you charge when you channel Energy to your DNA lights up and it brings you up into higher frequencies of where the angels and the ETs are. So right now there's a divide. There's humanity in the, this lower frequency. and There's the angels and ETs and different beings up here. And the only way to reach them is to bring your energy
0: up. Is that the same with, um, you know, angels and ETs kind of get uh, intermixed sometimes in conversation now where uh, I was taught if you want to really connect with your uh, higher self, and also higher entities and your angels and guides and your keeper of the threshold, etc. You need to raise your vibration because they have to come down and you have to come up. And it sounds like that's the same processes with the entities of the ETs. Is that so?
1: Yes. So um, there are angels, there are fairies, there are di- uh, lots of different beings. So supernatural beings and ETs. So they're all different, by the way. Um, and you can only reach them by lighting your entire system up. The reason that people aren't seeing, a lot of people around the planet aren't seeing ETs and angels and things like that, supernatural things, is because, as stated, their energy is down here, and they have to learn how to bring their energy up. So when you bring your energy up, you actually access the realms. And I go up to 22D+, plus, so the 22nd dimension. So um, when you get to 22nd dimension, you're basically in... God consciousness, and then you're you can just you know I get experiences where I'm looking over the entire planet, over the oceans, or I'm the whole universe, or I'm whole planet. So those are the experiences that I get when I'm in twenty two D. I teach my clients to go up there, and it's quite effective because go up there that energy also heals their bodies a lot, and it regenerates them, and it it lights up their entire system so that they start to become more multidimensional. This is something that I live every single day. I wake up in the morning. I speak to different beings, you know, all throughout the day. I'm speaking to different beings and it's something that I really, really love doing. And I can't imagine, you know, that other day I was thinking, I'm like, wow, people are so disconnected. It must be a very lonely and boring life that they're disconnected from all the different realms and all the creation there is out there. And it's kind of sad to me because it's like I don't know what I'd do if I, I couldn't live like this, and if I wasn't living like this. But yes, there are um, there are many different ways to bring your energy up. The, the I like putting all the different health, um, diet, um, you know, potions. I do herbs, um, doing the different, bringing in the cosmic light. I like bringing all these and doing together and doing all. Doing them all together and using that to kind of just ascend into higher energies. And originally, too, everyone isn't human. This is the human body, but a lot of people have come from, uh, their souls come from other realms, from other dimensions, from other planets, even other universes. And they have had ET incarnations, and then they decided to have a human incarnation. And after this human incarnation, they might choose to have other human incarnations, or they might choose to go back to their realms where they came from or have incarnations as ETs or other beings. So, you know, we need to start seeing ourselves as more than just this one incarnation because we're much more than that. Of course, above that, we're God, because we're energy, we're all God. So we're God, taking on these different bodies, having these experiences in these different realms and not even on this planet. So that's what we're doing. Otherwise, it would be quite boring if we weren't um, <laughs> we weren't going around and traveling and having adventures. So that's why um, a lot we play out these things on, on, in these realms and on this planet.
0: So, uh, what are the uh, ETs? How long have they been here? And how many different types of them are there? And what do they want?
1: So. The councils that I consult with want the enlightenment of humanity. They want humanity to understand that they are powerful and they're God and they're Christ. Each, every one of us is our own Christ, and only we can save ourselves. And only we can all together can shift this planet. This is this is a, a lot of the things that they express to me, and they also are very expressive of the fact that you know, they will intervene at certain points if the planet is going really downhill, but they try not to intervene on a large scale because otherwise we would, if they came and they rescued us, we would keep doing, you know, stuff that puts us in peril and also that is dangerous to ourselves and others. And we would just expect to be rescued and we wouldn't send into our God selves. So they have a, they, they um, flow according to the law of the divine, and they only interact when there's going to be major cataclysms or things like that. But otherwise, they attempt to stay out of a lot of the things going on on the planet and um, hope that, well, they have faith that humanity will wake up to their divine God power. And step into that and then of course Reascend into the stars when I mean, What I mean by reascending into the stars I mean by bringing in that energy Of where we can access all the different realms And access um, all the different beings Of all the, all, all the hosts of heaven The ETs and access everything And that's what they They want for humanity and, But they're very They have unconditional patience <laughs> So they're just kind of watching While we stumble along You know until we get there
0: So it sounds like, Sarah, that overall, the majority of them have positive intentions. Are there uh, lower entity ETs that have negative intentions for the planet and for humans or humanity as a whole?
1: And into those, um, I don't run into any of those types of beings. But I also believe I am in such a frequency where those beings don't come to Mm -hmm. me. What we have mostly a problem with, the biggest issue, is that people have unhealed Karma from this lifetime, past lifetimes, or ancestral karma, or their bodies toxic, which is drawing negative entities from the lower realms to them. But these negative entities come and they magnify what's already in you, and they kind of push you to a dark night of the soul. And a dark night of the soul is really, really a great time to look within yourself and see what you need to heal, what you need to change, and what you need to do to um, heal your body heal yourself heal your life so for me in a way it's kind of a positive effect in the end because the magnifying what we already have in ourselves is it's really just helping us see more clearly what we need to work on and where we need to heal so I most of humanity the issues they're having like I say is with lower entities but they've attracted that to them via you know their deeds via different things. And those entities will willingly leave once we do the work and clear those energies from our bodies, those toxins from our bodies, clear that ancestral karma that's pulling us down. Because if you've had ancestors and everyone has them that have have went through war and pain and suffering, they're they're walking around the earth and they're still bound here because a, a, a soul needs light. To be given to it so it can ascend, especially a soul that's lost its light during the physical incarnation, and that does happen, so, um, and this is why in ancient times, the priests and priestesses, they would do, they would send light to those who had passed, and then those who, the souls who passed would take that light, charge themselves, and ascend into the higher realms, because, of course, to go to higher realms, you need a charge of energy, so we have a lot of disembodied souls uh, walking around this planet of our ancestors that are stuck here, they don't have enough energy to ascend. So basically, it's, they're sucking light from their their, their, their us now that are, are 3D incarnated um, in physical bodies. So we have to go back. We have to clear all of that out. We have to clear all of the suppression the or the murder, all of that out, send the light back, channel light through us back to them so that they can pass. And then, you know, that gets rid of a lot of negative entities that were attached to them and drawn to them because of their pain and suffering, too. That is affecting us. So there's ways to actually just clear ourselves and get rid of anything negative. Because, of course, we're gods. We can do anything. We're Christ.
0: Guys, Guys Radio, your host, Robert Manning, my special guest, Sarah R. Adams. So uh, you can go to the 22nd dimension, and most people have trouble just falling asleep at night. So for those, we supposedly all have a keeper of the threshold, kind of a, our guardian angel and a team that works with us throughout life. How, uh, is that true, number one? Uh, do you work with yours and how can everyday folks work with their keeper of the threshold or guardian angel? And the keeper of the threshold is supposed, supposed to kind of bring in things that, to help us and kind of keep out things that may harm us. I take a spiritual enfoldment class and this is something it's part of spirituality that I, I think is true. But what's been your experience with that and what's your thoughts on that?
1: We, we all have come to Earth and in 3D bodies with the host of the realms standing behind us and support in us, the thing is, is when we do deeds that are, you know, not great for ourselves and for others, what happens is that we, um, we kind of open ourselves up to things. So we do have guardians that will, you know, they'll extensively uh, keep negative entities out. But once we keep doing the same thing that's wrong or bad, then eventually they have to step back and say, okay, you've got to learn your lesson here so that you become a better person. And yeah, you know, a lot of people are connecting to their angels and their guides and to their guardians because of the fact that they don't have the energy to actually light themselves up to interact with these beings so all goes back to that we have to do the work as much as they're helping us we have to do the work for ourselves too
0: now you mentioned in a post the other day about speaking of et's about you were talking you were speaking with a reptilian and people hear reptilian they've heard of that and they're like oh no reptiles these reptiles and they're part of the shadow government they're going to eat us and all of this yet you were having a very positive uh, uh, exchange and it sounded like that they're not really negative but they've they have to get energy and there's different ways of getting energy and if energy is blocked uh they they need help having portals opened up so they can have energy because that's what they consume but it didn't seem like the the intention was negative
1: no so, so when i was a little child i had an experience with a reptilian chicken because i have the rainbow aura i was in france when this happened i was sitting down like now and all this light was coming out of me and suddenly these reptilians appear- Um, there were, I, if I remember right, there were three of them and they had these, um, objects of jewels on them and stuff. And then they kind of just circled around me. And then they said, those who have ascended into God consciousness, we respect and honor. We will not hurt. And we are hoping to send back into God consciousness too. And also, you know, um, access the light again so i have uh, i've had a lot of beings come to me that were fallen from the light that have just asked to go back to the light and i've helped them on that so this is something that's quite common for me but with the reptilians um the reptilian chieftain the other day you know we all first of all you know we eat food because of the what keeps us alive is the nutrients and which are actually energy the food is energy so even need energy to survive and so everything needs to survive so they were telling me how since the earth is blocked off a lot from the higher realms they're not usually there were portals of energy opened where they would feed off of and recharge and the divine allows them to have this energy and they're not getting it so they're kind of in starvation mode and they were telling me that everything on the planet is kind of being vampiric in a way people are you know they're vapping energy off their children they're vapping energy off their partners so this is a like this is a thing that's happening on a planetorial level wide scale massively they were telling me this and that they also just want peace of course they wanted us to they asked you know if um we could and this was the the channeling the message that they told me to me because they apparently and they came, and they're always very, very noble and good to me, and they don't try anything negative, and I've had only good experiences with them. I believe when we come from God consciousness, that happens. Like, think oh, the darkest being is, like, very, it's, it affects it in a positive way. So, they were like, okay portals need to be opened to regenerate and heal humanity, heal the earth and also to heal us and help us reascend because we have fallen from the light. So it was a really positive interaction and it I think it's a solution rather than saying okay, we need to kill or destroy certain beings or you know, everyone's done everybody's done terrible things. People have done terrible things to each other. Different beings have done this, so for me, I I always try to keep that open heart of hey, you know, if you want to change and become better and shift this, I completely, completely accept that and I embrace that with unconditional love, and you know, I will help you if needed. Mm-hmm. So,
0: <laughs> you know, you mentioned you mentioned something very interesting in that uh, you said the portals have, need to be opened again. So, what's happened around the planet in terms of portals for energy and, and white light, if you will, being closed?
1: This is a very controversial topic because I believe a lot of the governments around the world have delved into occult magic. They have opened portals to lower realms, even with CERN, CERN opens the portals that were they were very dangerous portals to open. Of course, I was requested to go help close those portals. The ETs intervened to close those portals and different beings. I think that the government has ac- access to a lot of technology that it's using and doesn't even fathom fathom or know what it's doing on a vibrational frequency level or in the in the uh, realm of spirits and so what they're doing is they're opening portals that are sucking energy rather than portals that are to the higher realms that would actually fill the planet with energy so this is one of the problems that we're having right now and so in all the chemtrails by the way the chemtrails reflect light out of the off the planet so the, the metals and them reflect the light off the planet so this is keeping the light from coming through so we have a lot of different things co- going on that's keeping the light from flowing through the planet and of course like I said the portals that have been opened by this technology that's actually very primitive um, next to the t- technology of the divine and the energy technology we have within ourselves so this is something that's happening um, so we, Originally, there were priests and priestesses that traveled among the planets, and they kept these portals open, and they kept the portals all monitored, made sure that they were flowing, made sure that all beings, because when there was this uh, Mars was inhabited, Venus, all the planets, there were beings that they traveled in and out of the realms and they traveled among the planets and of course there was a group of priests and priestesses that kept the higher portals open so this is not happening anymore and we've had a lot of negative lower portals opened and the higher portals via the pollution via different things have been cut off so we have less energy coming in and we have way more of an energy pool coming from these lower portals that absorb light almost like a black hole
0: you know it's interesting where on one hand the 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 energy and the pollution of the planets are is way down on the other hand you have these everyday people moving up ascending and more and more awareness of how to work with energy and are the God that's inside all of us and God kind of now uh, being known to experience itself through us and the fact that everything is energy and people have a lot more power than they have and then also I've read and watched that, you know, now Earth uh, kind of was kind of at the kids' table for a while, and now it's being brought up by this intergalactic council to have a seat there. Yet, with all the bad stuff going on, why are we we getting a seat at the adult table now, uh, the planet?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's all about extension and growth and evolution. It's time for the world to evolve. It's time for them to evolve back, to actually almost a return to the ancient ways of being connected to their spirit and God and talking to the earth. You know, I, I just, I go out and I talk to the earth and I talk to the rocks and the plants and the trees and I can, I can hear them and feel them. So I'm connected to everything. And this is something that humanity needs to wake up to. They're just, they're far more than these bodies. (laughs) There's so much more out there and it's incredible and amazing and they're really missing out right now. And I'm going to, the day that they actually start really waking up on a mass level to that, I'm going to be so excited. It's going to be the best day of my life. And it's going to be why I've come into this incarnation on this planet, because I just wanted to see people wake up to this. You know, they're suffering and they're sad and they're lost. Imagine waking up to all this power within yourself and you can make your own reality, you can heal yourself, you can. You can wake up with the smile of a child and feel free of all of the trauma you've been through because you can tell your body and your system to delete that for me this is this is going to be amazing for humanity and they're they're definitely stepping into it it's happening a lot of people are waking up
0: can people make a command and say i release all karmic that does not does not tie in with my chosen timeline and my my current frequency can you change you uh release those debts that way the karmic debts number one and can you can an individual shift their timeline so they have different outcomes like how, do, how does it, how do the, our listeners do that
1: so you know shift you have to shift a timeline you have to be full of energy otherwise too many people out there that had no energy would just be shifting into negative timelines With every negative thought. So what I do is I fill myself with energy. I light my entire system up. And then I visualize the timeline I want to step into. Whether it's more spirituality. More health. More wealth. And that's how I do it. So you can do that for yourself at home. And this works efficiently well. So you just need a charge of energy. If you're saying something. You know I recently did my research on. um, What was that book? It's called The Secret. The Secret. Mm -hmm. So the secret tells you about just saying things or thinking things But if you don't have the charge of energy, it's not going to manifest You have to have the charge of energy within you to manifest anything and shift anything So it's all about the energy and charging yourself with energy So that's where you can create from That's where you're in your creator self Because energy is God, energy is creator consciousness And that's what you need to create And then, of course, you know, I'm hoping to see in the future that groups get together where they all channel in that God consciousness energy and they start to visualize positive timelines for the earth. I think that this is going to be world shifting and this is something that we're going to step into into in the future.
0: A lot of people say that the the oceans need to clean up. That's the biggest part of the planet, and they're going to clean up first, but that might be a shift in some of the geography. Do you see any type of, you know, like California falling into the sea or any of this stuff happening in the near future?
1: I think there's a lot of fear and paranoia out there, and sure, I mean, of course, the cataclysm... By the way, originally when the Earth had enough energy, there were no storms, there were no tsunamis, there were no deserts. Everything was vibrant. When the planet is up here in energy, everything grows. There is no chaotic energies which create tsunamis and all those things. Tsunamis and all those things are created from the karmic buildup of us and our deeds and actions that create dense energies that then disturb the natural flow of energy on this planet. That's what's creating this. So for me, I'm not worried about huge cataclysms because of the fact that I believe that in the near future, these groups, like I said, will get together and they can go ahead and clear the energies from like California for, or New York, and that will prevent the cataclysms from happening because the, the, those cataclysms are attracted to that area because of all the chaotic, dense energies from the karma of the grand population, of the large population that's living there.
0: Hmm. How about um, energy? Do you see a time where we'll, we'll make a shift from fossil fuels and all of that and there will be a sharing of energy? and and uh, resources, uh, I mean, the whole system is going to, a lot of people say, oh, everything's going to change and well, everybody's going to be farming again and all of this. But, you know, a lot of people live in urban centers and how, how is it, how is a, how is the change going to happen over the next decade for how we live on this planet? Assuming that there is a, a an, an ascension going on and, and a cleaning up, how did, how did, what does that look like?
1: So what you're going to see is you're going to see people waking up, you're going to see some just choose not to wake up and they will you know their bodies will start giving out and things like that so you're going to also see a lot of people who just are like i'm not going to wake up so they're um because they're so stuck in the system but you're going to see a lot of people waking up so there's definitely going to but it's going to spread all the waking is going to kind of spread because the light the more light that each person holds when you just walk by a person who's unawakened that energy that light affects them it lights their entire system up so it's kind of like you know there's a verse in the bible that says that christ will return as a thief in the night so it basically it's like saying that you know the night for me does not mean physical literal night it means when Humanities in the dark night of the soul, and they're, they're, they finally start to realize that they've had God all along within themselves. They've been God, and that they are more powerful than all of this. And they are their karma, and they show remorse for their bad deeds, and they start to step into their God consciousness energy. And then that energy starts flowing through them to each person. And it flows all around the world to each person, and awakens every single person
0: amazing sarah r adams my special guest on guys guys radio i love having you here i'd like to have you back when i know your schedule is busy we can talk about some healthy uh healthy protocols that people can do to help them raise their vibration, actually the specifics, so people can do it step-by-step. Because step. I've, I've got a whole list I do, rebounding, I'm juicing, I'm dowsing, I'm meditating, I don't touch the phone until you know, I do all my other stuff, I'm doing my Dan Millman's Peaceful Warrior workout, I'm doing push-ups, I'm doing all kinds of stuff. And, and you know what? You do it consistently, you do these protocols, and you eat clean, And I stopped, no alcohol. It makes a difference. It takes a couple of months, but it really makes a difference. And I can feel myself now when I meditate, boom, I go right down and it's really nice. And then I go right out there and it's fantastic. So um, thank you so much for being on Guys Guys Radio. I love having you here. You're such a wonderful uh, energy and a wonderful person. So really appreciate it. Anything else uh, you want everybody out in the audience to know, where they can find more about you, any special message, Sarah?
1: Yes. So you can find more um, out about me on my website at www.sarahradams.com. And that's Sarah with an H, because I know sometimes people forget that. Um, You know, I'm wishing healing and love and goodness and many blessings to everyone always and eternally. Thank you for having me on. I always enjoy it.
0: Guys, Guys Radio, Sarah R. Adams. Check her out. She's all over social media and you'll love what you read. Robert
1: Manny's The Guy's Guy's Guide to Love is a fast-paced tale of flawed men and savvy women competing for love, sex, power, and money in the city where they play for keeps. It's the men's successor to Sex in the City. The Guy's Guy's Guide to Love is a sexy romp through the fast-moving, high-stakes world of Madison Avenue.
0: Available now on Amazon and wherever books are sold.
1: It's Guy's Guy Radio.
0: Okay, what a terrific interview with a very intriguing and lovely guest, Sarah R. Adams. As I mentioned, I have so much respect for her. I really like her. And I love how courageous she is because not only, you know, she opens up on Guy's Guy's Radio, and we didn't really drill too deep. We just touched on some of her experiences, but if you follow her on social media, she just puts it right out there. And uh, of course, there's all the uh, the keyboard warriors out there who uh, who she gets attacked a lot on, on social media, but she has a lot of people who are really uh, processing and digesting some of the helpful information that she's sharing to really help humanity and help the planet and generate awareness that there's more out there than we think about each and every day. And so I think that's the biggest learning we can take away from our conversation with uh, Sarah is that we have to keep open minds, open hearts and good things can happen. And she actually painted, I think, a, uh, a positive picture of our future. And it's important, though, for each and every person out there to work on themselves, raise their own frequency. And in that way, that's how we all help the planet and bring more light and uh, to overcome the so much of that darkness that's out there. So thank you so much, Sarah R. Adams, for being with us again. And she'll be back for sure. So Guys, Guys Radio, we're here every Wednesday on KCAA Radio in Southern California at 8 p.m. Pacific Time on 102.3, 106.5 FM, 1050 a.m. The show rebroadcasts on KCAA every Sunday at 6 p.m. Pacific Time. The podcast, which is on over 20 platforms, and we just got picked up by Pandora, uh, launches every Thursday, as well as the YouTube channel. The YouTube, you just follow my name, Robert Manny, and it'll take you to a page, uh, Guys Guys TV. And on our YouTube, we have the interviews. So this uh, entire show, the podcast version, the whole show is not on there, but the interview with my guest is featured on YouTube each and every week. And I think you'll really enjoy it. So if you like to watch and consume YouTube, which so many people now, they just watch YouTube. That's that's their media consumption. Because <laughs> you can find, it's, a, it's search driven. And you can find anything on there. But if you want to watch the interview, you can go there. If you want to listen, you've got the podcast, which you can get anywhere. And if you want to listen on terrestrial radio or have it streamed live, it's on KCAA. So my website is robertmanny.com, M-A-N-N-I. And on there we have over 300 plus blog posts about life, love, the pursuit of happiness, pretty much everything. There's lots of videos. And you can also download three free chapters of my novel, The Guy's Guys, Guide to Love, which is about two guys competing in advertising. And they're competing about love, sex, power, and money. It's been called the male successor to Sex in the City by Iconic author dan wakefield and people seem to really enjoy it and we've sold a lot of books but uh, if you check it out on amazon wherever else you buy your books you can get the kindle version or the uh the physical book you'll see you can read the reviews there and people have a lot of fun with it and it's a very timeless message and it's a it's a fun frothy kind of rom-con romp but it's also about something and i think that's what separates it so The Guys, Guys, Guide to Love, and it's also been kind of the source material for my show, for Guys, Guys Radio, so worth checking out if you have the time or the interest and the inclination. Um, I want to thank a couple of folks here, uh, which I don't do each and every week, but uh, maybe I should, but so let me do it right now. So Christine is my Chris, Christina is my uh, trusty producer she does a wonderful job so thank you christina thank you ryan ryan's worked with me in a various capacities production and otherwise you can hear some of his voiceovers and he's just uh, really helped strategically with our brand also and also the music you hear on the show uh, a lot of it is from a, the main theme is from a band called noba n-o-b-a great music and the song is called uninspired so you can download that if you like and uh, so i just want to make sure everybody's uh, validated here on the show and appreciated because I really do appreciate everybody. So guys, guys, radio, we're going to be back here next week. Same time, same place. We've got a lot of different guests coming up, some surprise guests that, uh, I'm sure you'll know about. And again, we talk to people from every area of life, uh, and the various different expertise. And the goal of the show, as I keep saying, is really just to bring you guests and bring information where you and i can learn along the way and i've learned a lot uh over the years of doing guys guys radio and one thing i did not mention this is our 450th show and it's kind of a nice milestone because it's just it's a validation of the work we're doing and we're just getting warmed up and that's why i didn't make a big deal about 450 at the beginning of the show or anything because I just consider ourselves uh, just rolling. And we are, we are a work in progress. And we're just getting better and better and better. And we're growing and growing and growing. But it is our 450 show. So thank you to everybody who's been involved. Thank you to all my guests. Thank you to Chris and Ryan and uh, people who contributed music. And also thank you so much to you, the listeners. Um, because I value you so much. And the show is here for you. So thanks so much guys guys radio we're going to be back next week with with episode 451 and until then as i always like to say guys guys finish first